This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, welcome back to In the Pink with me, Natalie Pinkham. It's a new series and uh, it's great to have your company. I can't think of a better person to kickstart the new series with than Jensen Button. He's my first guest and he was in a typically communicative mood, chatting away despite having travelled halfway around the world from his home in America to the Middle East for the first race of the Formula One season. He tells me all about the projects he's up to at the moment and how much fun he's having as a father of two. Here he is on In The Pink, it's Mr Jensen Button. Well, hello, good morning, Jensen Button. Um, Just to set the scene for anyone listening, uh, or indeed watching, we are in fact in the same hotel, in different rooms, currently quarantining in Bahrain. Yes, it's weird, isn't it? It is weird. (laughs) Um, I'm uh, I'm I'm really good, thank you. Um, that was a long journey, and I mean, you have to take the positives from it. Um, it was really quiet. <laughs> I think I had forty-five people on my flight from from LA to London, and then I went from London to Dubai, Dubai to Bahrain. So it's a lot of travelling, but to be fair, it's the most sleep I've had for a long time. I was going to say that is the one benefit when you're a parent. Getting on a long haul flight, you are guaranteed some kip. So I know, yeah. So too bad. <laughs> well, to be fair, we're pretty lucky. Our, our two little ones um, sleep really well. Um, Hendrix will sleep from like seven thirty till seven in the morning, and Lenny sleeps from eight thirty until six thirty seven in the morning. And she's only three months old, so we we are very lucky. No, 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 no. Hang on, this is smugness right here. This is going to change. <laughs> this is not possible. Mine are four and six and don't sleep that well. What are you what, doing? What are you putting in their well, milk? Hendrix went through a bad spell. I mean, it's up and down, isn't it? But at the moment, it's in a good place. So I wasn't too, you know, I wasn't too worried about leaving. You know, leaving the missus with two kids. It's the first time I've been away since I've had Lenny. So, but she'll be fine. Uh, her mum's coming down to help out, which is always nice. She is some kind of super mum. And I definitely think she has to bring out some kind of postpartum fitness video because she looks incredible. What is her secret? Share it with us, <laughs> she, please. She she trained a lot before um 
before she gave birth so up until so four days before i think it was the last time she did she did a session um but it's just doing the right stuff you know you're not allowed to do any ab work are you because it's, it's not good it doesn't help with giving birth or whatever um but um she's been just just training she eats well she loves sweet stuff so that's a that's that's the only issue she loves sweet stuff um but she's pretty controlled with it but uh you gotta live life you gotta have fun as well so yeah you gotta enjoy yourself Talking of living life, how is life in LA? Uh, what are the restrictions? I mean, as a general overview, I'm sure you're living the dream, but what's it like at the moment? And um, yeah, what's it like for Hendrix and Lenny to grow up there? Um, to be fair, I think it's everywhere. It's pretty crazy at the moment in terms of, you know, um, you know the restrictions. Uh, we're pretty lucky, actually, because we do, Hendrix does go to like a pre-preschool. He's only 20 months, but we want him to socialize. Um, the issue is that, you know, there's no socializing at all, but so we have to all get checked um, weekly to take him to a pre-preschool. Um, they don't wear masks at the school. Um, all of the people working there wear masks, but the kids can socialize, which is awesome. It's really good because he went through a period of not seeing any other kids and it's not very good for the, you know, for, for their upbringing, especially at that age, they, they're just like sponges, aren't they? So it's, uh, it's been great for him and you can tell the difference. He's only doing two days a week, but still socializing is awesome. So I don't think it's, I don't think it's an issue. You know, we're very lucky that we can also be outside. The UK is a lot more uh, restricted, I think, in what you can do with, you know, with, with lockdown. Well, for a start, it's freezing cold. So even if you want to go outside, you don't, you don't really enjoy it too much. Like lashing rain, slapping your face. You're like, come on, kids, enjoy every minute. Make the most of this. <laughs> yeah, we're allowed outside. Let's go out. And it's chucking it down with rain. Exactly. Now, I mean, the weather's just hot in LA as well. So I don't know. It just seems just when you're outside, it's, we're very lucky we've got a garden so we can spend a lot of time outside with, uh, with kids. And do you miss the UK? I do miss the UK. I mean, it was funny because I flew, I was, I had to stay airside of the UK, even though I was at the airport for five hours. I couldn't actually go into the country as such, but um, flying in over the UK and you see how green it is. I mean, it's green because it rains a lot, but you see the beauty of the UK. It is absolutely stunning. Um, and you probably take it for granted when you live there. It's like, well, I grew up in a place called Froome. When I grew up there, I, I didn't like it. I wanted to get out. But I go back there now and you realize how stunning it, stunning it is, the countryside. You know, I live, I'm a country bumpkin. I'm from Somerset and it's it's stunning down there. I really, really love it now. And you're going to a, a local pub uh, is just the best thing ever. But back then it was, you just wanted to get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's never cool where you live. Although I do feel Hendrix and Lenny growing up in LA is always cool. I mean, kind of how different do you think their childhoods are going to be compared to yours? What, what are your kind of reflections on, on growing up in Froome? Um, three older sisters and, uh, and, and a life really from the, from very early age um, wrapped up in racing. Yeah, from seven years old, I was, uh, I was driving a go-kart. Um, but before that, my dad was racing in rallycross. So I'd go and watch him race and, uh, um, it brings us on to, to Murray Walker, you know, I, um, the late Murray Walker, um, so sad to hear of, of his passing, but, uh, I, I have memories back to the eighties of Murray commentating on my dad's rallycross races, um, that far back. So lots of very special memories. And, um, you know, my, my sister used to come along and watch as well. And also with my kart races, they would be there watching. Um, but having three older sisters was, was pretty great. Apart from the dressing me up, that probably wasn't so great. And there are pictures oh. as well. <laughs> yeah 
they're probably black and white pictures back in the back in the day, but there are pictures of me wearing a dress, which I'm not proud of, but I kind of look good in it, so I'll take it. I was going to say, <laughs> I'm sure there's some more recent pictures of you wearing dresses too, if you're completely honest. Uh, Johnny yeah. Herbert definitely got one of him in a gold dress. Anyone that wants to Google that, please do, because he looks sensational. There's something he about does. you ex-racers, you can pull it off. Um, we got the legs. They, they, yeah, they, yeah. We've got the legs. I mean, a bit hairy, but we've got the legs. Um, <laughs> but for, for our kids growing up in LA, you know, there's there's obviously a balance. You know, um, a lot of the people they'll be going to, kids they'll be going to school with, um, they'll, they'll, I don't know, uh, they have to realize that most of LA isn't the real world. Um, I've got a friend actually that uh, his his kids are 10, uh, two 10 year olds and a 13 year old, and they go to school. And, um, and basically, their kids come around the house, and uh, they're like, "Oh, you've you've got a nice, nice small house, and this house is massive. It's like five, six thousand square feet." And they're like, "Oh, this is nice. It's so cute." Um, and then they're going on private jets to Hawaii on holiday. It's like, guys, you know, this 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 isn't re the real world. So, you know, for us, we we definitely have to control that. And um, I do think that when we when they're a little bit older, we won't be living in LA. Uh, we'll be living a little bit outside of it. Maybe Santa Barbara or down the coast in the Laguna. Because LA, yeah, you know, there's a, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of wealth in LA uh, that live, you know, people live very extravagant lives. Wow. They're very welcome to come around to mine for a reality check anytime they like. Um, <laughs> can you clear something up for me? Jensen, the name. I have only ever heard it um, given to babies who have been named after you. I've met two families with babies at Silverstone who'd called them Jensen. Where does it come from? Is it a rallycross competitor of your father's or is it because of Jensen sports cars? Uh, well, it's, I think it's a bit of both. My parents both had different stories. They weren't together when they were telling me the stories. Uh, but uh, as far as I know, there's, uh, there's a guy that I met called Erling Jensen who used to be a racing driver. Um, so it came from him and my, my parents loved you know, Jensen cars. Um, but it's a different spelling than that. So Jensen with, with an E-N e -N is Danish. Um, but Jensson is Swedish. So my name's actually Swedish and it's a family name. So it's unusual for it to be a first given name, but my parents want to be a little bit different. But yeah, I've, I've heard it a few times in, in LA. There's a, there's a lady I'm actually uh, working with um, on the Radford uh, coach building company and her son is called Jensen. But after you, named after you. Well, she said kind of. I was like, well, was it or not? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the spelling's different as well. It's Jensen, it's E-N. Um, but yeah, it's it's suddenly, it's it's uh, even people that don't know who I am, it seems like it's a, it's a name that's used more often these days, oh. even in America when they're not, you know, massive fans of everyone. So. You little trendsetter, you. I love <laughs> it. It's great. Um, when you, actually, I want to talk more about Radford because you are busier than I think you've probably ever been. You seem to be spinning a lot of plates at the moment. Obviously, a very committed and present father. You're working with us at Sky Sports F1. You've you, you've launched Radford Returns and an Extreme E Racing. I, I don't know how you're managing to fit all of this in, but start with Radford Returns. Tell us about it. Well, Radford uh, back in 1948 was launched and it's a coach building company. So back in the 40s, 50s, or even earlier than that, in 20s, 30s, um, if you went to buy a Rolls Royce, for example, you didn't buy a whole car. You bought chassis, so the underpinnings of a car, 
and an engine and they would send you to certain coach builders which could you know could be hooper for example um, and they would build you a car basically that would fit onto the chassis um, and radford did rolls they worked with rolls royce they worked with bentley they worked with aston martin they did the aston martin db5 shooting brake very cool looking car um and uh they also did minis they're very famous for their minis so all of the beatles owned a radford mini uh which is pretty cool enzo ferrari owned a radford mini um so that's pretty cool really um so yeah so um they're they're they're, basically they, they took minis and they they changed them so so for example someone of the beatles wanted a hatchback and hatchbacks didn't exist back then so they designed this hatchback. So it was a, a lift-up rear end on a mini, so they could get all uh, of their equipment in, their music equipment in, um, and things like that. And actually, I think this message comes from Bof sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jerry Halliwell owns that mini now. She bought it for 120 grand a few years ago. 120 grand for an old mini wow. because it's a Radford mini and it's like a, it's a one-off. It's a coach built car. Um, so they were very big then. And then it sort of petered out, you know, manufacturers were building cars from ground up. Um, but, you know, we thought it was a fantastic idea to, to bring it back. You know, people are loving limited edition cars right now. And so many manufacturers are making these limited edition cars, but they're not really limited. You know, it's 500 thousand cars and then they bring another limited edition out the next year of the same car but slightly different so we want to do something very different to that so it's very unique each car will be unique uh the same underpinning so we're making the first the first car will have it'll only be double digits so minimum you know quite a a low um, production car but basically you will be able to have what you want you know you can run it you can have a different engine if you want a different transmission um, you could change the arches if you want to do it. It's not, not just going to be, you can have a different color. Um, you can have, um, 
uh, a piece of carbon fiber that's not painted and that costs you 10 grand more or, or things like that or a different leather interior it's going to be completely bespoke which is which is really exciting so i am um going to be the driver so uh you have a designer a builder and uh, i'm the driver so you've got mark stubbs is the designer who is fantastic um and you've got ant anstead who is like the builder if you like um and then I'm the driver. So I'm doing all the setup work with the car, all the design work on track um, and on the road. So really looking forward to it. We've just actually got our, our, our racetrack test track, the Radford uh, School of Driving. So really, really excited about that. And I'll be spending a lot of time there developing these cars. So yeah, this, is, this was the dream really when I was in F1, something to look forward to in the future that I can be a part of and, uh, and develop into something very special. That is so cool. And actually, uh, th there is a theory that when you do miss home, when you're living abroad, you gravitate towards other Brits because it kind of gives you a sense of belonging. And you are all British. You've somehow found each other, which is lovely. Yeah, we're all sort of 41, 42. Ant likes to say we're all the same age, but they're both older. Than me. They're both <laughs> a year older. Um, but yeah, we've, we've both done our things previously. And Ant, very famous for Wheeler Dealers and other car shows um and uh, mark stubbs has worked at bugatti um along with many other different car manufacturers in the uk and also in the states uh we're all british and uh and we all love british things especially british cars so they will be partly built in the uk partly built uh in california um so we are, we're bringing them together and the great thing is with technology we have these days you know with 3d printing whether it's a part or a or a tooling for a part we can make things very quickly. You know, in, in the 50s, there'd be panel beating certain parts if you wanted a change to change something with a car. It'd take months. Now we can do it in days, you know, even hours. So, uh, yeah, really exciting. And I can't wait to, to, to announce which uh, OEM we're actually working with, uh, the initial one, because we've already signed two OEMs. Um, and the first one is very, very exciting. That is so cool. What a creative process as well to be to be part of. How wonderful. Now, tell us about the Extreme e, uh, Racing team and, and why you're so passionate about getting involved with that. Yeah, well, Extreme E. Um, well, first of all, I've always loved off-road racing. Um, my dad used to race in Rallycross back in, as I said, the 70s and 80s. And uh, I've had a taste of Rallycross before. Um, loved it. But I, I tried to get involved with the team, but the, the, the price... Of running a team went through the roof because all the all the manufacturers got involved it was 10 12 15 million euros and you know I, I couldn't fund a team or find sponsorship for that it was it was growing too fast so that was put on the back burner and then um extreme e came around and uh and uh, i i saw the the great opportunity of having a team not just because i love racing um but because what it really stood for um you know, they're, they're bringing so much awareness of, of global warming. The areas that we race, five places around the world have, have been severely hit with global warming. Um, and they're places that I never would have, have dreamt of going to. So one, I'm very lucky. I very, feel very lucky to be able to go to those places around this world. I never would have dreamt of visiting. Uh, visiting uh, one being Greenland, which I'm very excited about. Um, but um, we can bring awareness to those areas of, of uh have been hit so so hard with global warming um excitingly also there's going to be scientists on the ship uh, extremely all of the cars travel on one ship and uh and we all stay on that ship um so there'll be scientists on the ship so they'll be able to study the areas that we're going to so it's a much cheaper way for them to be able to study the areas very cost effective 
Um, and, and it's bringing a lot of new technologies. You know, people are really getting behind extremely um, electric vehicles, but also the way that they're going to be charging them uh, is really exciting because people go, electric vehicles, well, how are you going to charge it? You know, you're going to charge it with a diesel generator, aren't you? So, no, we're not. You know, it's going to be charged with a, a hydrogen generator, um, which just emits water. Um, so that's really exciting technology and something that will definitely be used in, in cars of the future. Um, we're all talking about electric cars, which obviously is the future, but that technology has been around for quite a while. Um, but hydrogen is, is, is really exciting, but uh, it's just being able to move on with hydrogen and use it as a technology. Is, uh, it's not the easiest. Mm. So, so Greenland's one. What are the, where are the other four places? Saudi's first race is actually after the first, uh, race after after Bahrain. It's the weekend after, so I'm traveling straight there and racing, which should be uh, should be pretty cool. Um, and then we head to Senegal, uh, and then we're Greenland, and then we have Brazil, and then we have Argentina. So, I mean, the, to get to, they're the worst places to actually get to. Really, really difficult. But uh, you know, once you arrive, they're they're all fantastic locations. Really, really exciting. Your recent trip from LA over to here is going to pale into insignificance compared to this. How long is it going to take you to get on this boat? And does Brittany, uh, I mean, is she cool about this? Because this sounds like a long time away from home. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I arrive Thursday and I leave Sunday, most of the, most of the races. But, okay. um, yeah, so I'm a team owner. I'm the team principal and I'm the driver, <laughs> which is weird. So if I mess up on track, or I say on track, in the dirt, you know, I've got no one shouting at me apart from myself, which would, you know, which would always be the case anyway. I'm my own worst enemy. But um, now I'm really, really excited. You know, it's great because we've got, you know, Nico Rosberg has a team. Lewis Hamilton has a team. Um, it brings a lot of eyes to the category. Um, and uh, I'm really excited. You know, there's, uh, there's some fantastic drivers involved from the world of rally, rallycross, Dakar, uh, off-roading in America. I mean, they've really brought together brought together the best drivers in off-roading and then there's me That's... who has no idea what I'm doing Come on. you know I, I I can I've driven on circuits my whole life and you put me on dirt and it's it's another world so yeah we'll see how the first race goes I just want to keep it on its wheels for the first race and not tip it on its lid that's the that's the aim um, but also as you know it's 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 boys and girls racing and it's not it's not like Formula W which has its place but I love women racing with men, which is what it should be. There's no reason why a woman can't race with a man. It's not physically tough um, either. And to be fair, I couldn't run the 100 meters like a, an amateur 100 meter female runner. Um, but um, you have in every team, you have a boy and a girl. Um, and uh, so during the race, you do, for example, you do one lap, which is 10 kilometers. You stop in the pits and you do a driver change and the other driver goes out and does 10 kilometers you finish the race and then hopefully you stand on the top of the podium together um so you have a boy and a girl and you can either choose the boy to start first or the girl to start first so it's not like boys go first and then the girls or girls go first then the boys so it really mixes it up and um it brings uh awareness to how much female talent there is uh, especially in off-roading and i must admit i had no idea i had no idea how much talent there is um female talent there is in off-roading the only one i knew was sarah price and that's because i've raced against her in the states in off-roading um, but there are so many good drivers out there um, we did a test uh, in wales a couple of months back um, to, to find my partner uh, for the series and three girls came and 
every single one of them did an amazing job and to, to see the car control was fantastic and I think the reason why we went for the driver that we did which is Michaela Kudlinski I really hope I pronounced the name right I was going to say you uh, quickly, we, so even if you didn't you know <laughs> and fast I remember I remember I remember because uh we did the test and I said Michaela can you please just tell me how to pronounce your name correctly and she told me I was like sorry what <laughs> and it's uh it's it's Michaela 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 Kutilinski, I think. Anyway, she she was amazing, not just because of what she could do with the car. I mean, she she had the proper she Scandinavian, she had the proper Scandinavian flick. Um, but she came in, I said, Why don't you why don't you just try driving a little different? Try, you know, not being so aggressive. It looks really cool, but I don't know if it's quicker or not. She went out and she completely changed the style within seconds. And I was like, Wow, I can't do that. Um and I, I remember the, the night before, you know, she's like, right, I've got to go to bed early. I've got to go to bed early. I've got to be focused for tomorrow. I was like, geez, this stuff's serious. You're good. And I, I was just so relaxed with it and, and just looking forward to having fun. But she was proper serious. So it was really good to see. And uh, I can't wait to, to work with her and uh, go up against our competition, which is uh, pretty insane. I love everything about this. I mean, it just ticks so many boxes, doesn't it? And it's, but it's exciting and it's, Pushing the boundaries, it's, that's very cool. Um, right, so that's the first race is in Saudi next weekend. Uh, yes. First race for Formula One this weekend. So to the here and now and to the Sky F1 team, of which you are a very valuable and uh, valued member, um, tell us about moving into broadcasting and how you're finding it. Because, you know, from the outside looking in, everyone would say, well, you know, he's a natural. He's just so good on camera. But it's a very different skill set to being interviewed and having a presence and charisma on camera, isn't it? And and, and it is, is it a process that you're enjoying? Uh, you are correct. It's totally different. Uh, when you're being interviewed, uh, you're asked a question um, and you answer it because you you know how to answer it. You know, you're, you're talking about racing, you're talking about what you love and what you're very passionate about. Um, and when you're on the other side, it's, it's, it's tough. You, you, I get nervous. You know, when I walk into the paddock and I have to think of questions to ask drivers and team principals, I get nervous because, you know, it's, I think asking the correct question is a lot more difficult than answering it. Uh, coming up with something that actually is, is meaningful um, and, and the person you're interviewing actually goes, oh, a proper question um it's not easy uh but i've i've really enjoyed it and you know i'm not going to big you up too much but you know like working with you is is great because you you make everyone feel very comfortable um and there's so much talent you know within sky sky sports f1 that it, it makes you feel a lot more relaxed i do a lot of stuff with a lot of stuff with lazenby and we all know how fantastic he is he just turns it on and when you see him in the office it's like he's not going to be ready he hasn't even got his shirt on. He's not even dressed. And his hair's like all over the place. How is he? No, this is not. Today, this is the day where he's not going to be there on screen live. But he just turns it on and he's there. I know. And he knows exactly so what good. to say. And what people don't realize is that we have so much going on in our ears, which is the, the biggest hurdle. Um, trying to, to, you know, silence certain things that are, are coming into your one of your ears and talk at the same time it's, it's really really difficult then you've got the countdown and you're worried you're not going to get the question in so you end up rushing it and it comes out like blah, 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 blah. um so it's it's not easy but it's it's a really fun process and um uh it's a it's a it's a, it's a it's a definitely a talent 
and something that I'm, I'm still getting used to, but, but loving it. I'm, I'm really, really enjoying it. And for me, doing the interviews with the drivers is always fun because I think they're, they're very open because I've been through it all. You know, I've been through the good times, the bad times. I know exactly what they're feeling. And, you know, they're not going to, I can catch them out with certain things and they'll just shake their head at me and smile because they know I've been a bit cheeky. But um, it's been really, really enjoyable. And uh, I, I look forward to, to this season. That is so true because uh, they can't hide anywhere from you with the question. You ever feel, oh, I'm so tempted to ask the question that I know that he knows I can ask and I know I can ask, but I shouldn't really ask. Do you ever stop <laughs> yourself because you, you've got a bit of a, a bit of an inside line? You've got to be careful, haven't you? You've got to treat relationships, you know, maintain trust and respect and uh, and not cross a line because, you know, they they don't want. I, th I think I think quite a few drivers think that we're there to trip them up. Far from it. I I definitely never want to be that person to sort of try and catch anyone out. I just want to act as a, a conduit for the fans and and just you know relay a message if you like to the fans. But you know so much more than I do. So you know knowledge is power to an extent, but equally, um, you, you probably do have to stop yourself on occasions. Well. I think it's probably the opposite, to be fair, because I know what the, the what the drivers put into this. I know the winter training. Um, I know how much effort and focus goes into this. And yeah, I mean, I want to ask them the questions that get the good answers and the exciting answers. Um, and we we try to do that every interview. But there are certain things that I I I do cringe a little bit because I'm like, I know how hard this guy's work and I'm worked and I'm I'm going to put it down. You know, he hasn't done a good enough job, but I, I have to I have to ask the question because the viewers want to hear it. Um, but it sometimes is, it, it is tough because I know what that guy's going through in his head. He's hurting if he's been outqualified by his teammate. You know, when you interview Albon, for example, last year, it's it's really difficult because, you know, he's his he's 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 really hurting inside and um, he's not happy with his results uh and you you hit him really hard with the questions that are going to make him feel even worse but it's got to be done and as a driver you learn to become tougher thick more thick-skinned and to be fair with us i think there's always a good relationship with the drivers i think with the you know the written press it's very different you know they're always trying to catch you out a little bit trying to get a headline trying to get a story and i many times in my career i just shut down because I didn't want to answer the questions. And then you end up just, you're like a robot. You know, you, there's no emotion. Um, and it's the complete opposite of what they're trying to achieve, the journalist. Uh, and I think that happens to a lot of drivers. Um, so there's definitely a balance. Uh, I try and keep it upbeat. I try and, if I'm going to ask a difficult question, I always end it with a positive, um, as you do as well. So it's, you know, there's, there's a definite balance. You don't want to piss them off too much. <laughs> This is true. Well, listen, thank you for being honest and open today. It's been so lovely to chat to you. Um, I hope you get your test result back soon so that we can get to the paddock. Um, yes. I keep checking my Bahrain app to see. <laughs> I tell you what, even though you know you haven't been exposed to COVID and even though you know you had a test like yesterday, you're still scrolling up and it says pending, pending, pending. It's bloody nerve-wracking, isn't it? You're like, what if I just caught it off a door handle or something and I can't go to the race and I'm here now in Bahrain and that's it, I'm stuck. 
<laughs> I know. Yeah, it's it's a funny one. Um, and and yeah, traveling is pretty easy, I must say. There's no one flying, but the amount of forms that you have to fill in, mm. it's like days and days of filling in forms, and then you get here, and it's like, oh, they didn't actually want many of them. Yeah, they didn't. So I, them all. Forms. I know. But you know what? We're not going to get any sympathy from any listeners because anyone, just, no. everyone, just wants to get out their front door, let alone yeah. to the country. Um, well, well, I, I do hope that the British Grand Prix this year, we have spectators. And if we do, mm. wow, it's going to be an event. It is going to be the best festival ever. Oh. So I'm really excited for that. You've given me goosebumps. <laughs> Jensen, so, thanks cool. so much for your time. And I will see you, hopefully, in the TV compound a bit later today. And yes. for now, bye-bye. Cheers, Binks. Thank you for your time, Jensen. It's always great to chat. And he is spinning a few plates at the moment, but uh, no one would bet against him doing a brilliant job at every single thing he turns his hand to. And it's great to have him as part of the Sky F1 team and a permanent fixture in the paddock in his role as an advisor to Williams. We'll talk more on that later in the weekend. Thank you for your company. Delighted to say that Bose are giving away loads of great gear throughout this series as well. So if you want to get your hands on some Bose headphones, all you need to do is tag a couple of mates into my Instagram feed and tell me who you've liked listening to on In The Pink and why. And we will pick a winner at random and send you some headphones. Um, until next week. Oh, by the way, we've got some great guests on the way. I know I always say it, but I've already recorded a few of them and uh, they'll be winging their way to you very soon. Um, But for now, thank you, Jensen, and thank you for listening. I'll see you soon. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 